Bloody Elbow presents Care Don't Care, the show that determines the most and least interesting fights on upcoming UFC events and sometimes strays outside of MMA into general pop culture. Here are your hosts, Steffi Haynes, John S. Nash, and Eugene S. Robinson. Welcome back to another episode of Care Don't Care, the show that previews the week's upcoming UFC events by determining which fights are hot and which fights are not. I'm Steffi Haynes, and I'm joined by Eugene S. Robinson, author of Fight, Everything You Ever Wanted to Know About Ass-Kicking, But We're Afraid You Get Your Ass Kicked for Asking, and host of the Show Stomper podcast, co-host of the If the Shoe Fits podcast, and owner and operator of the Eugene S. Robinson Substack. I'm also joined by John Nash, host of the Show Money podcast, co-host of the If the Shoot Fits podcast, and Bloody Elbow's chief financial columnist. Now today, we're going to be looking a couple of weeks ahead to UFC Vegas 61 because we've got two weeks off. We're going to turn it over to Eugene because he has some big news, and I'm so happy for him. Eugene! Well, uh, I don't know if it's uh, for me to say, but uh, I think that if everyone here could kindly step to the rear and and let a winner lead the way. That would be great. Having just gotten after 12 years of servile tutelage, I finally got my black belt uh, today in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So th- th- there, there is that. Uh, as well as the Stockholm Syndrome I have from where I trade, which has me completely believing I do not deserve it. But at least now I have it. You do have it, and I am super stoked for you. Uh, were, were you surprised? Did they? Yeah, I, yeah, I was surprised. I was surprised. Uh, uh, I, you know, always I'm about three years behind in my estimation, so I figured I had about three more years to go at brown belt before I felt like I deserved it. But it, it's traditional. He's always that's always been the gap. Uh, and I've been training with Sorrell since I was a, a blue belt. So, um, well, it's official. Sorrell's a McDojo. Yeah. <laughs> well, also, you got to realize it's not real for him until he gives you the certificate. And so it could be 11 months before I see that certificate. So it's just a it's just a piece of cloth until lead. Oh, I think you're going to get it real soon. Yeah, the, the certificate. Well, I'm teaching class this week. So, yeah, there is that. This is like the antitrust lawsuit. You know, you get class certification. You get, now you just got to wait for the written opinion to be posted a year and a half later. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. The, the, the black belt thing is that kind Oh, of- yeah, yeah. You, you know, you, you know, you're wearing it on your head. I mean, we got it on every season. <laughs> well, look at that interesting headband he's got on. Yes, it is, isn't it? <laughs> All right. So we are going to talk about some fighting We do have a card to break down. It is a couple of weeks out. Don't worry. We're going to have some content to fill in. But for now, Eugene, I need you to do your thing. Sorry sorry to interrupt. Eugene, take your time. I'm going to run and get some batteries for my my mouse. Crybabies, bedwetters, greedy bread gobbler, workshy individuals, fault finders, malingerers. This has less to do with your skills and talents as a fighter and much more to do with the marketing heft and weight put behind you by the overlords at the now no longer failed IPO folks at Endeavor and or the Baldwin and the Oofsi. If you don't like being on the don't care side of the equation, the solution is simple. Fight an exciting fight. Until then, don't come crying to us. 
bedwetters. Slower, <laughs> slower, a little slower. Oh my goodness. Eugene <laughs> is mad at me because I asked him to repeat himself. <laughs> Eugene, I just wanted to hear your <laughs> well, voice. Well, because I, I was stepping on his line on purpose. That was my stagecraft. But I, you know, I got to make the people I work you. with happy. So there yeah. you go. I was, I I'm impressed. I ran to the hardware store and back just like that. Yeah, I need to hear <laughs> you. We don't want to hear John underneath you. We want to just hear you when you do that. Uh, yeah, okay, there you go. You're the hey. You're the front man. He's wait, the- wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're both the front man. Come on, I'm the backup singer. All right, so we do have <laughs> yeah. a, a, an okay card here. Once again, it's there's a bunch of filler in it. I will say that there's some filler, but there are some good fights sprinkled amongst them. This again is a 14 fight card, but there's bound to be some fall offs. So I don't even worry about seeing that 14 there anymore because literally every week somebody's falling mm-hmm. off a card. So. Here we go. We're going to start with Jessica Panay taking on Tabitha Ritchie at Women's Strawweight. I don't care. It's not relevant. It's the first fight on the card. And Panay has, you know, she's coming off a loss. And this is probably a fight that she will need to win. But again, don't care. Anyone? Yeah. No, no, I don't care. No. Okay. All right. Next up, Alexi Olianik taking on the god Ilir Latifi. I don't care. How about that? I do not care. Oh, that's that, that's bold. I care. Okay. How could you possibly care? And, <laughs> and it's a heavyweight. You and, and I'm going to, uh, yeah, and I'm going for Alexi, because I'm liking his submission record, so I'm going for Olianik. Olianik. All right. You know my answer. <laughs> okay. Next up, we get to Maxime Grishin taking on Philippe Linz at 205. Do not care. No, I don't care. Moving on. <laughs> All right. At lightweight, we have Jesse Ronson taking on Joaquin Silva. It's not a fight that matters. I do oh. not care. Yeah, I, I, I'm not, I don't care. I, I'm honestly drawing a blank on these fighters. <laughs> All right, uh, next up, Yerzinho Rosenstrike taking on Chris Dalkhouse. I do care about this one. They are ranked. I'm going to take Rosenstrike. I think that he has the power to stop Chris Dalkhouse. So. It's mm-hmm. a heavyweight. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Uh, it's a heavyweight. Both are on kind of losing streaks, even though against the top. I, I got it. They fall because it's heavyweight. They fall out of my care. Oh, right. you know, I'll probably watch it, but I just not. Okay, well, next up, we have women's bantamweight, Yulia Stoliarenko taking on Chelsea Chandler. Don't care. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't care. All right, no. John? Okay. Nope. Next up, at middleweight, this one is relevant, and it's actually kind of a decent fight. Christoph Yako taking on Brendan Allen. Brendan Allen, submission king. Christoph Yako has some good submission game, too. Uh Decent fight here. I'm going to take Brendan <clears throat> Allen. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a safe and smart bet. And I, I'm okay with that. I can't. I, I mean, Yako is almost a gifter for me, so I'm okay with uh, picking Brendan Allen here. John? Oh, I, uh, I got to go the opposite. You're going to go with Yako? Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why? Why? Hold on. Go. Why? I just. 
you know, I think he's, I think he can win this. And that, mm-hmm. you know, you seem really hard. You, your heart seems set on the other guy. So I got to, you know, Alan. So, so, gotta, so, uh, so, so, okay. Here's so, fight. I go with you. What's, What's Yako's re- recent record been? Usually, usually you just say what I've said, so that's why it's okay. I, I, okay. I don't know. I know play. he has a win over Mearshart, and he lost. I remember he lost to Strickland a while ago. He's got his two wins are over Mearshart and Sirkinov, and then he has a loss hmm. to Strickland right before that. Now Brendan Allen has uh, his late. He's on a three fight, uh, no two fight streak. Um, Sam Alvey, but we're gonna put that to the side because he did beat Jacob Malkoon, who is very good and super tough. So I like that win. I think it holds a lot more weight than the than Gerald Mearshart or um, Serkinov. Okay, that's yeah. Yeah, I I mean Misha Serkinov, I would put that that well shit. You know, Gerald Mearshart's looking pretty pretty good lately. I don't know. I'm still gonna take Brendan Allen. I like his game better. I do. So I'm yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I, challenge I, you on yeah, that. Yeah. Sorry. I'm taking Jacko. Yeah. You're gonna take Jacko or Brendan Allen? I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm sticking with Allen. Okay. All right. Next up, Randy Costa taking on Guido Canetti at 135. I don't care. It's probably gonna be a good fight, but I don't care. It's not relevant. Gents? Mm-hmm. Yeah, not this isn't relevant enough to it's right. uh, UFC that I'll say one thing. You know, like last card turned out to be like a lot of enjoyable fights, and you always have that. It's the the difference is you can watch these cards and they're enjoyable, but it's not like they're chop full of like really important fights. They're just no. full of guys that are pretty good, and you'll get you know if you want entertainment, watch it. Just don't complain to me about that. That right. I don't think it's relevant. Now we have a six <clears> fight <throat> main card, and we are g- getting ready to officially enter it. Now this curtain jerker for the main card is not a relevant fight, but it's a damn banger. Mike Davis doesn't know how to be in a boring fight. And uh, Vyacheslav Borshev is a late replacement. And I feel like he is just basically going to be fodder here. But he's a good wrestler. So I don't know. But I just think that Mike Davis takes this. I am going to pick this fight. It's not relevant. I have to reiterate that. But it's a banger. And there's a reason they put it on the main card. So I'm going to take Mike Davis here. Uh, it, it could be entertaining. I just I can't get. I can't recommend it. I can't say it's a, a fight I, I care about because it's it's a fight. If it's on, I'm definitely going to watch it and probably enjoy it, But I can't I, – I don't feel any impulse to sit down and make sure I watch it. Okay. Eugene? I don't care. Okay. I, don't, I don't care. All right. Next up, Sodiq Yusuf taking on Don Shianis. And I don't care. I like Sodiq Yusuf, but I, I don't know enough about Don Shianis or Shianis or whatever – to uh, invest myself in this, so I don't care. No, no, I don't care. Yeah, Yusuf is relevant, yeah. but yeah, I don't know the, the uh, maybe he's a ma- massive prospect, but I I can't. I- All right, next up, Hani Barcelos taking on Trevin Johns. I like this fight. It is at bantamweight. It's slightly outside of relevancy, but I don't care. It's going to be a banger. I'm taking Barcelos. He's looking good lately. 16 and 3 can't go wrong. Mm. Yeah, I'm not I'm not feeling it. Okay. John? Uh, yeah, so uh, the Jones, I, yeah, he's not real. He knocks it off for me. Okay. Uh, All right, next up. I don't know where this fight came from, but okay. John Castaneda taking on Daniel Santos at 135. I mean, this is clearly the uh the 135 show, but I don't care. How about that? 
Nope. No. Nope. Uh, <laughs> we are into the co-main event. Randy Brown taking on Francisco Trinaldo. This isn't exactly relevant, but it's a banger. And I'm going to pick it. I'm picking Randy Brown. Because at some point, 44-year-old Francisco Trinaldo has got to fall off, right? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Are you Eugene? You can watch us. You're gonna go see a movie with me. What do you want to do? Yeah, I don't. I don't really. I mean, I feel like I should be supportive because it's the main event. But like, why? No, it's the co-main. Why? It's why, co-main. Why should, what? This is the co-main it, event. It's the co-main event. Oh, okay. Well, it's the co-main. I feel I should be supportive anyway of Randy Brown, who I typically have liked. But Trinaldo is like my age, right? So. Uh, Come on, come on. Why do they keep doing this? I mean, I'm sure these guys need the money, but the fact that they need the money, it just sends me down a dark spiral of, of, of you know, um, can of I tell uh, you about, can morbid self-attention. Well, I don't care. Eugene, I don't care. wait, wait, wait. I, I, wait, 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 oh, wait. Sorry. Listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read you some things, okay? This is Tr- Francisco Trinaldo's record. He is 5-1 and one in his last six. He has beaten Bobby Green. John McDessie, Jai Herbert, Dwight Grant, and Danny Roberts. He's only lost to Muslim Salikov. This dude defies mm-hmm. age. And um, if I'm no, tell me if I'm mistaken, Randy Brown, didn't he beat Chaos Williams and Dwight Gooden? Not Dwight Gooden, I just say that. Jared the Gooden, Gooden guy. Yes. And Alex Oliveira right before that. <laughs> oh, so he's, yeah. So that's that, that's why I, I was thinking of these. Both these guys are in pretty strong runs lately. Mm-hmm. And they are both good. So, but hold, okay. Do you find yourself caring? Yes. I, I mean, at this point, I do. I care enough. I'm not like I'm not like. Oh God! I, if, if there, let's say, if I had plans, I might stick to my other plans. But I do care. Yeah. This fight, I would sit down and say I, I should watch this fight. So I do. I this enters my care. Oh God! Okay. Well, okay. Let me think. No, let me think this. I mean, if I'm going to be there for the headliner, I'm probably going to be there for this one, right? So I would have to be. I would have to be morally opposed to it to say I'm sitting here watching the fight, but I'm choose. I'm going to make a sandwich during this one because I'm choosing to refuse. I'm refusing to acknowledge its existence, and that's kind of nutty. I don't feel that strongly about it. And I'll pick Team Old Guy. How about that? Oh wow, you're gonna pick. Uh, you're gonna pick against Randy Brown, who you typically like. I typically like, but that's not a good reliable indicator. He's lost times I've picked him. You know. All right, John. Uh, well, hold on. Hold on. Let me let me let me think. No, hold on. Let me have my hands not off the piece. Yet. Let me think about who's Randy beaten his most recent run. All right, hang on. Let me open this. Beat, up. I remember Chaos Williams. That was a little while ago. Chaos Williams, Jared Gooden, Alex Oliveira, Warley Alves, Brian Barbarina. The the, the only loss inside of there was mm. Vicente Luque. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll pick Brown. I said it seems a safe bet. All right. Now, I assume, John, you're taking Brown or are you taking Trinaldo? Well, I mean, it's either that or I, they put a hickey and boggs on canopy. So there's there's that there's the chance I might be watching that next week. But no, I'll, I'll probably take Brown. All righty. OK, now we get to the main event and it is a decent main event. Mackenzie Dern taking on Yan Xiaonan. That's a good fight. I'm going to take Mackenzie Dern, though, because Yan Nan has struggled a little bit when she is up against someone with with some salt to him. She her, she's on a two fight losing streak to Marina Rodriguez, 
and to Carla Esparza. Now, Mackenzie Dern's only loss in like her last five or six fights has been to Marina Rodriguez. Other than that, she's been pretty sterling over, okay, in six fights, she has one loss and it's to Marina. But she has beaten recently Tisha Torres, Nina Nunes, Verna Janiroba, Randa Marcos, Hannah Sleefers. This is a good fight. I, I'm going to take Dern, but I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if somehow Yan Jalan pulled it off. But I look at her wins before these two losses, and they were to uh, Claudia Gedalia and Carolina Kowalkowicz. Carolina was on that terrible, terrible losing skid, and Claudia was on her way out. Mm-hmm. And then before that, Angela Hill. Before that, Siri Kondo. Viviani Pajeda, Pajeda, Kylan Curran. So the level of competition is much different between the two, I think, as far as their wins. So I don't know. I I just feel like this is Dern's time. So I'm going to take Mackenzie Dern. That's that. Yeah, I'm. Um, I, I started to have. I was. <laughs> you know how John used to be every time you Rose Namaji Ajujujujunis came up. You know how weird he was, Jad, when he when her name came up. Uh, I, you know, I'm an honest guy, so I'm gonna say when they start bringing up Mackenzie Dern's name and they do a little video package, I was like, "Hey, Mackenzie Dern," and then I, I felt ashamed of myself. I'm a big <laughs> Mackenzie Dern fan, so yeah. <laughs> so you know what? Yeah. Sometimes I look at Mackenzie. Especially when they show her on the beach, and I become ashamed of myself too. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Yeah, fine. You're so unprofessional. Yeah. You guys just have you're just not you're not fit for the sport. You got to be. I'm talking about her jujitsu skill. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. That's, That's what good, I'm talking about too. Especially when she's doing it on the beach in a yeah. tiny little bikini. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You, well, you got a good line now, Eugene. We, we, uh, I see you have a black belt too. What's that? Hey, you like we to should wear- train together sometime. You know. What's that? You like to wear your black belt on your head too? <laughs> oh, I'll be wearing it this way for at least a month because I figure if you got one, you understand, and if you don't, I don't really care. <laughs> so, John. How are you going here? Uh, I got to go with Dern. I think she's just – she she's really good. Pushing the ground. I think the fight's – she's a class uh, above most fighters in the UFC, so I'm going to go with her. This should be a really fun fight. I mean, I haven't seen a Mackenzie Dern fight that wasn't fun. She's sloppy as hell, but her fights are always fun and exciting, so we're going to benefit from this regardless. So <laughs> – Looks like we have mm-hmm. a few cares here. Eugene, you had five cares. I had six cares, John. Really? Three cares. Yeah, you picked um, mm. Olianik. You picked Rosenstruck. You picked Brendan Allen, Randy Brown, and Mackenzie Dern. John picked Christoph Yako, Randy Brown, and Mackenzie Dern. And I picked Rosenstruck, Brendan Allen, um, Davis, uh barcelos brown and dern so that's it uh john but 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 there are how many how many how many fights there on the card though 14 wait how many okay 14 
Oh man, that's a... we had fourteen on this past one, and we end, ended up with only twelve. So that's true. They bought yeah. cancel, but still, wow, that's a lot of fights. It I guess is. you know when you when you when you book mm-hmm. a ton of contenders, you can you can throw as many fighters you want on there. It doesn't cost anything. And off a two week break, where all the MMA fans are going to be slobbering for anything they can get. I got to say that UFC is genius because, you know, we always talk about the UFC brand, which is kind of misleading because you can tell by the numbers, the big events have always been pushed by the fighters, but they got it down to a science. They just have these fight nights where, you know, it's basically, they can throw anybody on the card and you're going to get some good, because it's MMA, you're going to get some good finishes, some good fights without even knowing, but it doesn't matter who's on those cards. They've trained the fan base just to tune into the fight nights, not caring how good the fights and the fighters are on those cards. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times yeah. I'll find a fight that I really enjoy and I won't know who either of the people are. <laughs> then that's kind of sucks, yeah. but oh well. Anyways, it's time for us to wrap. Eugene, I'm going to save you for last because I'm sure you've got some, some okay. shout outs to make. But John, I'm going to start with you first today. Okay. Tell us what I you got. got. I, I got a lot of work. My actual job working six, at least six days a week. So I don't know what I'm going to Yeah, I, I actually work all the time. It's a uh, de- delivery is for the fall TV schedule. So we're like being, we're overloaded. It's for day. I mean, you're lucky I made it today. Let's put it that way. Um, but I'm going to try what I got to try to get something done. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to be listening to the letter roll podcast because they, they drop your, your metal evolution series. And, and I got to relive the experience of you just holding back the low level hostility to Nate every week. <laughs> I, I'm yeah, really I, enjoying I, that. I don't know. You know, you, you, you probably know more about what's going on with that than I do. I've just refused to tie it. There's some sort of drama happening, which I'm completely ig- ignorant of, but it's like, it's in my mind, Tempest in the teapot. The, I don't know. Yeah, the two points is one is I think Nate gets frustrated. You didn't listen. You didn't do all this, this the re- the fi- 18 hours of research he demands per episode. And, and two, you don't agree with all the, the conclusions the series comes up with. So it, it oh derails the, see, the theme see. that he has. Go, I don't know what it is, but it's entertaining. Either way, I find uh, it yeah. okay. it's, it's my time in, in rock music late 80s early 90s is when i was really into it so it's perfect for me but besides that i got what do i i I don't know i'm gonna try to get something done with probably anton this week so we'll we'll see what happens with that and and also something with me that's uh, you know i'm I'm still waiting for the 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 venmo stuff wait we gotta fill we got we got some content we need to fill man so it's time you know what i'm saying i'm saying again i'm still waiting for that venmo payment you gotta drop that's all i'm saying i I don't gotta drop shit i'm just kidding that's what i need that's all um oh john at hey not the face right yeah, but you know, just the, the cool people already following me. I don't know if I want any more riffraff coming on. So that's a sign. Riffraff, follow John. Oh. Now, Eugene, yeah. who you got to thank in your grand hey, listen, speech? I got so, I, I go ahead. I said, who are you going to thank with your grand speech? Because we need a speech. You're a black belt. I need a black belt speech. Oh, um, actually, b- before I, my understanding is that Sorrell wants to keep it secret for. A, some period of time. He only gives belts out in order to increase misery, not to diminish misery. So I think he's got a sophisticated plan to make another member miserable 
by by revealing that I have indeed received my black belt. So I'm not going to really go wide public with it just yet. I'm having to fight everything in my power to do that. But when he explained to me his sadistic plan for the future about how this will absolutely destroy another member, then I was on board. So I'm not going to give the thank you speech right now, especially since I don't have the certificate as well. I am going to do something pretty special, though. And if you've listened to the show this long, by which I mean you, you've gotten into close to the hour that we've been in the show, and you're listening to me now, you're in the sound of my voice, and you live in New York, New York City, October 6th, which is a Thursday, I'm having a special party in New York. Um, it is in Williamsburg. If you DM me through uh, through Twitter, so uh, 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 at Eugene S. Robinson on the Twitter machine, I will put your name on the list. Uh, and your name must be on the list if you're going to get in. And it's a pretty cool party. It's called The End of Nowhere. And it'll feature uh, Lydia Lunch will be there, Sophia Chang, who, who uh, signed the uh, Wu-Tang, and Riza will be there. Uh, Lena Dawes, uh, heavy metal writer, will be there, as well as Pilar, an uh, animator from Daria called uh, Pilar uh, Newton Katz. Um, and then I'll be interviewing them for a little bit uh, on stage, but otherwise it's just a pretty, a pretty mellow hang. Um, so this is a special invite to for me. If you're listening this far into the show, clearly, if you're not listening this far into the show, you'll never hear this. DM me. If you live in New York City, and I'll put you on the list, it's probably October 6th is the date. It's a big deal. It'll be pretty fun. RZA, man, I interviewed him once. He is awesome. So, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the likely, I, I, I might dangle out there the fact that he might attend, but I don't know that for sure. So, I'm not going to dangle that out there. Ah, gotcha. Well, that is going to wrap us up for the next two weeks, but we will have content between John and Eugene. I will make them give me content. How about that? <laughs> the taskmaster. Oh, the taskmaster, yes. Uh, there you go. <laughs> so until next time, please stay safe. Thank you for tuning in to this Bloody Elbow Presents production. To check out more of our content, subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is titled Bloody Elbow Presents. We're also on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, Overcast, Player FM, and Amazon Music. Just search for Bloody Elbow Presents and you'll get brand new shows throughout the week, including Care Don't Care, the Level Change Podcast, the MMA Bivis Section, the 6th Round Post-Fight Show, 6th Round Retro, The MMA Depressed Us, Crooklyn's Corner, Exclusive Fighter Interviews, Show Money, Guest Podcasts, The Hey Not The Face Podcast, and Radio Style Play-By-Play for every UFC pay-per-view. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Bloody Elbow, Facebook at Facebook.com slash Bloody Elbow Blog, and as always, on bloodyelbow.com. <laughs>